listening to a Sharesies podcast. Tēnā koutou katoa. It's Wednesday the 11th of August. You are listening to Recap. On the show today, Trustbow unveils a new name pending the sale of its retail business. Across the ditch, Commonwealth Bank lifts the lid on a record share buyback. And we check in on how Ike GPS's capital raising has been going this week. I'm Alice Roundtree. I'm a financial analyst at Sharesies. And I'm Joseph Barbosa. I'm a video and podcast producer also at Sharesies. We're here to recap some of the events shaping the share markets today so that you can be a more informed investor in around about 10 minutes. And as mentioned, we broadcast from Sharesies, a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create the most financially empowered generation. But before we get going, please listen to this important message. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. Alrighty, let's get into it. Alice, I'm so keen to get started and to hear what's been happening today. Yeah, well, it's been pretty cold lately, oh, I'm like, I know, I'm wrong. I'm trying to, I'm moving, just trying to keep warm. Yeah. Although Shezies does keep um, their workforce very warm I was and say, taking care of it's actually quite of. warm in here. Yeah, it's, it's nice. <laughs> but um, anyway, this cold cold winter weather has been causing some power cuts as people have been cranking up their heaters um, and, and causing a bit of surge on demand for electricity. But um, I actually have some news about one of our Kiwi electricity companies today. Right, so which one is that? It's Trust Power. So they are an electricity generator and re- retailer. They're headquartered in Tauranga. Mm-hmm. Now, they are listed on the New Zealand Stock Exchange, but they are actually majority owned by Infratil. They own 51% of the company. Right. Now, Infratil is another publicly listed company, um, dual listed on the ASX and NZX. Cool bananas. And what was their announcement today? Day. So uh, Trust Power's announcement today was about their new name for their electricity generation business. Oh, I, I, is it? Was it? Is it? Um, I reckon it's going to be something like Buzzy Kiwi. Buzzy Kiwi. Buzzy Kiwi. Or Zappy Kiwi. Zappy Kiwi. The, oh, the that's new quite logo good. could be, um, you know, the laser eye kiwi from yeah. the flag referendum. Yes. How could I forget? I mean, just that you reckon? With, well, maybe with lightning bolts coming out its eyes. Instead of yeah. like a laser. Yeah, that could be an option. Yeah, it feels, this is well, good. Maybe no, they should come to us. <laughs> come to us for their branding. Yeah, uh, but no, enough um, of that. I feel like there's way much more to the story than just a name change here. Yeah, so so just a disclaimer there, um, that is not going to be the name of their <laughs> generation <laughs> business. Thank you for making that very clear. <laughs> but uh, no, this, this story goes back to June when Trust Power announced that they entered into a conditional agreement to sell their retail business to Mercury. That's another publicly listed electricity company here in New Zealand. Now, there's two parts to Trust Power. Uh, one is their generation business where they generate the electricity. The other part is the retail where they sell it to consumers. Right, but there's a bit more to the retail business than just straight electricity, right? Yeah, correct. So the retail business includes Trust Power's gas, telecommunications and retail electricity supply business. Now that's electricity to consumers, not to commercial or industrial customers. Earlier in the year, Trust Power explored the merits with benefits of running the generation business as a standalone business by itself, uh, which has ultimately led to this decision. 
And you said uh, before that the agreement was conditional. What is it conditional on? Uh, a couple of things. Mm-hmm. One, it needs approval from the Commerce Commission. Uh, two, it needs trust power shareholder approval, uh, which it's planning on seeking in September. And it's also contingent on Trust Power's other major shareholder, the Tauranga Energy Consumer Trust, completing its own restructure. Right. So what's going on with this uh, name change, which was not to Buzzy Kiwi at all, <laughs> just, to, just to underline that? Uh, so as part of the sale, Trust Power's name and brand will transfer over with the retail business to Mercury. Uh, Trust Power said it will rename uh, to better reflect its generation um, focus. Now today they announced that after an extensive process of consulting with key stakeholders, the business will be renamed to Manawa Energy Limited. Right. That is probably a much better name than Buzzy Kiwi, let's be fair. <laughs> um, although I still have a soft part, soft part in my heart for it. Uh, when, when will the, all this happen, did they say? So not quite yet. So they said that an official launch will take place closer to uh, the time of the settlement of the transaction. Now again, this is contingent on that transaction happening. Right, thank you very much Alice but there's some neck level Australian banking news I'm keen to get to. I'm all ears. Yes well so the Commonwealth Bank of Australia today released results for the 2021 financial year. Now they're one of the big Aussie banks right? Yes yes they are in fact they are the largest company listed on the ASX by carpet uh, by carpet by market cap (laughs) but I mean I bet they have got some bloody stunning rugs and carpets though. (laughs) Companies I guess we'll like, have to get into their offices to co- see. Exactly, but companies like that always have great floor coverings, I've found. But um, for this news today, the very top line is that the company said cash profit increased 20% to $8.65 billion Australian dollars. And that just topped out at analyst expectations, which forecast $8.62 billion Australian dollars. Okay, now at the start of the show, we, we mentioned a share buyback. Yes. What's going on there? So the firm said it will buy back up to $6 billion Australian dollars of shares in an off-market buyback. Now, um, we have talked about this in an earlier show, but remember mm-hmm. that uh, a buyback is pretty much what it sounds like. They're literally buying back shares off shareholders. But note, it's off-market, so that means it's not happening on the exchange. They're going direct to shareholders. But what I'm still not clear on is why companies might do this, Alice. Do you have any info on that? Yeah, so companies might do share buybacks for a whole range of reasons. One reason, though, uh, can be to return excess or surplus cash that they have in the business to their shareholders. Mm. Uh, Now, when a company has surplus cash in the business that's not being invested in things that could add to the company's growth, uh, it it can create a bit of a drag. and sometimes companies will pay this back out to shareholders so that shareholders uh, can go and invest it in other things. Um, now, from what I under- understand, I was reading a Bloomberg article earlier, um, Australian banks held on to more cash when COVID hit last year to withstand the pandemic's impacts. Mm. Now, regulators have eased constraints that were implemented last year, um, and some of the, the banks are doing share buybacks. Yes, that's very true. For example, the Australia and New Zealand Banking Group Limited, uh, they instigated a buyback of $1.5 billion Australian dollars of shares. And uh, the National Australian Bank, uh, they initiated buyback, initialed, started, I should say, a uh, buyback of 2.5 billion Australian dollars. But to come back to Commonwealth, now Commonwealth will pay 6.2 billion Australian dollars in total dividends uh, for the year just ended. So that's uh, could like two dollars a share. Uh, a full year dividend climbs to 3.5 Australian dollars per share, or three dollars fifty, as uh, some might say. Well, whatever you want. <laughs> 
It's up to you. It's all, it's all fluid. <laughs> so, so what does the bank have to say about these results? Uh, well, they pointed to a strong balance sheet. Uh, the CEO, Matt Common, um, which may be partly why he got his job. I don't know. Common, Commonwealth Bank. This is true. Put it down to the. I just needed to point that out. <laughs> I've been <laughs> waiting. Differently though. I've been. It is spelt differently, but I've been waiting all podcast to point that out. Um, so Matt Common put, put it down to their quote: "Focus on customer needs, digital engagement, and consistent operational excellence." End quote. Uh, incidentally, Common, incidentally, Commons Pay has increased to five point two million this year, up from three point nine million last year, uh, which is quite a long term bonus. It's a tidy take-home pay there. Now, um, Commonwealth Bank, they own ASB here in New Zealand. Did they say Mm. how that part of the business is going? Yes, so ASB's profit increased almost 40% to $1.3 billion. But Alice, on Monday, we talked about how Ike GPS was going to be raising some capital. I hear that they put out an update on that today. What has been happening? Update us, please. Yeah, so Ike GPS announced on Monday uh, that it was going to be raising some capital. Yep. We talked about that on Recap. Now, they, they're doing this in two parts. The first part was a share placement where they were seeking to raise just over 19 million New Zealand dollars earlier in the week. Right, so how did that go for them? Today they announced that they had successfully completed the placement, raising 19.2 million New Zealand dollars. Uh, they said there was strong demand from both new and existing investors, including multiple new institutional investors on the Australian Stock Exchange. Uh, so remember that Ike GPS is dual listed on the NZX and ASX. So their CEO said that they're extremely pleased by the level of support they received and it sets them in a good position to execute against their business plan. And what do they say about the second part of the capital raise? The share purchase plan, that's the the second part, where they're looking to raise 3.1 million New Zealand dollars from existing shareholders, that's going to kick off next week. Cool, thank you very much for the update, Alice. Appreciate it. And you know what, that brings us to the end of the show. That was Wednesday the 11th of August. You've been listening to Recap, and thank you very much for doing so. We appreciate it. And if you are enjoying what you hear, please give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. But we'll be back tomorrow. Have a great evening. Matiwa, see you then. See you then.